Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. It's a story that sounds all too familiar, but it's not happening here. Well, at least not this time. It's New York City we're talking about. Two men have been arrested as part of a U.S. Justice Department investigation, and they are accused of helping to establish secret police stations in New York for the Chinese government. Now, this isn't the first time we've heard this, is it? And in fact, there have been allegations that this is also happening right here in our city. So what do we know about this case so far? Why is it so significant? Well, joining us is Michelle Junokatsuya, who's the former chief of Asia Pacific at CSIS and the author of Nest of Spies. Michelle, thanks for being back with us. Always a pleasure. Thank you. What did you think when you heard about this story? Well, I think it's another peak of the iceberg that we have not fully discovered as we speak. Uh, what we need to understand is, is why the Chinese government is trying to establish those sort of confidential or, 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 or undercover organizations within the community. Well, basically, they're trying to monitor, to intimidate, to bully the entire community by establishing with the collaboration, the conscious collaborations of certain uh, individual uh, or collaborators, basically, uh, they're trying to establish a presence. And that presence is strong enough and sufficient enough to say to people, we are present. Your current government is not even capable to protect you. And if something is said or done without our uh, uh, agreement, there will be consequences, consequences that can go directly against you, can go against your family, can go against your relatives back in China. How long do we think this has been going on for? Well, there's an organization in, in Spain who has been uh, uh, watching these kind of development, and, and we think it's been going on for at least the last five years. Uh, and it's, it's, it's interesting how it started. Basically, it started because of France. <laughs> in France, there was a lot of uh, Chinese tourists that apparently were uh, attacked or subject to little criminal activities. But there were no translators or enough people to help. So China offered to send some real police officer, Chinese police officer, that would be in France and assist the local authority with the tourists who got mugged or, or, or robbed or something like this. But eventually they realized, hey, you know what? Under the pretext that we are helping our uh, co-citizens uh, traveling, we will establish those those sort of police stations. And they went on like this to uh, create, in a clandestine way, uh, in more than 50 countries, uh, 150 so far, and the number keeps going, um, clandestine position like this. But again, all the time with the same purpose, which is to intimidate the uh, community. Okay, and so when you were at CSIS, was there evidence of this happening? Had you heard about this before? No, no. When uh, I was at CSIS, we never heard of this. Uh, like I said, that would be in the last five years. Hmm, interesting. Okay, so now we seem to hear about it quite a bit. So we know the RCMP is investigating this in Canada, right? 
correct. Uh, even when as far as also uh, uh, discovering that some people are even using cars where they've put uh, sort of, and we're not really sure if it's a sticker or, 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 or magnetized uh, logo, but uh, uh, police that the sort of mimic to be uh, looking like a police car and going around. So we've got here really sort of uh, 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 an attempt to intimidate the community, to show a presence, and, and again, all to quiet the uh, dissidents, uh, the, 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 the critiques, uh, to make sure that they control the message because they don't want uh, a negative uh, image to come out of the uh, community and that for that reason right. they are capable to uh, sort of uh, intimidate people that so, way. So Michelle then how much of a difference does it make that this kind of story these kinds of stories are now out there that we know this happened in the US now there seem to be cracking down that it is under investigation here doesn't that wouldn't that give this program from the Chinese government some pause and go geez maybe we should rethink this. Well, probably it will probably it will but the concept of having a, a, a presence will remain because this has been going on for a long period of time. Maybe not the idea of having a police station, a clandestine police station has not been very, very long. But to have a presence within the community has been going on for decades. Matter of fact, there's not a single Chinese association in Canada that is uh, uh, not that is opposing, uh, not opposing the the, the country, uh, China, I mean, that is not infiltrated directed and probably controlled by the United Front Work Department, which is one of the five intelligence organizations in China controlling uh, 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 or, or operating outside of the country. So we've got a serious problem. And in Canada in particular, what we call foreign interference has been going on for a long, long, long period of time. It's only this year with, in parts, the revelation that uh, came out from the Globe and Mail and Global News that we finally pay attention to what's going on. And what we're seeing is that many elected officials at all levels, municipal, provincial, and federal, uh, many uh, workers in the uh, uh, writings of many of these the, 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 this, the places where we have a great concentration of Chinese uh, immigrant or Chinese descent, uh, citizens uh, are affected by activities coming from the consulate, coming from the embassy, and that is a serious, serious danger to our democracy and our system. So when Canadian authorities then see what's happening in the U.S., that they're they're very high profile, right, that they had this press conference yesterday, they talked about this, is that an indication to them that, okay, we need to go hard after this? Like, is there a tit-for-tat there? Do they think, okay, we need to do this as well? Well, we know that already the RCMP has been uh, uh, given charge of the, the file, and we know that they are investigating and they are trying to do their best. One of the challenges that we are currently facing is the Canadian law are not necessarily well equipped to help us fixing the problem of foreign interference. Uh, if we are catching some people who are trying to uh, 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 impersonify a police officer, that is a criminal offense. If we are seeing some people that are capable to do to 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 arrest for harassment or, or bullying, that's possible. But the criminal code has not really been carved for that 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 purpose. And one of the challenge that we currently have is the lack of 
tools that the law can use. That's why, for example, in Australia in 2017, 2018, they adopted a law over there, which is the foreign interference law that allows the, 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 the police to have distinct evidence or, or element of the law where they can investigate, eventually find evidence, bring it to court and prove out uh, without any reasonable doubt that there is an offense that was committed. And that's one of the problems that we currently have. Unfortunately, what we are watching in, uh, in Ottawa as we speak, it's more sort of a tug of war of partisanship and we're not moving fast enough, at least not according to some of the experts, to try to give the uh, uh, tools for the authority to be able to stop this foreign interference. That has been going on for decades because what we know is for the last 30 years, every single prime minister has been compromised. Every single close circle of the prime ministers have been infiltrated. Every prime minister had been warned, but they, 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 they intentionally did not look at it and did not act because for, of partisanship or personal interest. And at the end of the day, all federal government, provincial government, and municipal government have been part of the problem rather than be part of the solutions. So we need a drastic uh, uh, action here, probably to create an organization that will be totally independent of CSIS, totally independent of the RCMP, to investigate and being capable to charge people to uh, uh, do and, and do warrant and, and eventually sort of report directly to the House of Commons and being uh, even selected uh, the director in charge uh, by the House of Commons because the lack of transparency has dominated through the last 30 de three decades and it's been a negative effect of, on us. Uh, Michelle, thank you so much for your time this morning. Always a pleasure. Thank you. That is Michelle Junoketsi, a former chief of Asia Pacific at CSIS and author of Nest of Spies, talking about the story out of the United States. Certainly affects us, though. The Justice Department in the U.S. has prioritized prosecutions of transnational repression. That's what they call it. That's where foreign governments work to identify, intimidate, and silence dissidents in the U.S. And clearly we're saying, well, why is that not also happening here? If you want to weigh in, simi at cknw.com.